0: Tip. Good afternoon. It is May 11th, 2021. You're listening to A Little Column A, a Little Column B. Hosted by Will and co-hosted by Zach Fisher. How are you doing today, buddy?
1: What's going on, Will? I got a feel-good story for you to start things off. There's a Detroit man, owns a pizzeria. There is a handicapped parking area outside of his uh, his establishment. It's, it's right on the street. But it, it's kind of confusing on where the handicap area starts and where the regular parking starts and so people are coming to his pizzeria parking not quite uh realizing that they're in a handicapped area getting hit with uh, 150 fifty dollar fines and he even talked to the uh to the to the meter people that were giving it out saying hey you know this is confusing is there anything we can do about this and they sort of said this isn't our problem people got to read the signs this is this is their concern so he and, uh, and a buddy went out, bought some blue paint and just painted the whole handicap area, bright blue. So that way people would be aware this is a handicapped area. Do not park here. You will be fined.
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a silly story. I am I supposed to sympathize for someone here? I mean, who's really at fault? You, you've never
1: went to uh to park in the city and found it confusing.
0: Uh, you know, the gas station ones sometimes will try and trick you, where they have all these spots, like, right in front of the door, and then the paint is not there, and there's just, like, a sign, and maybe the sign's not new, or it's not even obvious. I, I At the end of the day, though, I'm looking for the sign, though. I I don't mind the walk. Are you parking as close as, as possible? I, I feel like I, I always park in the back. When When you go grocery shopping, are you going up and down the aisles looking for the good spot, or are you just... I'm going to swing right in the back. I know there's definitely a spot here. I I definitely don't mind
1: walking and most of my day-to-day is out in in the country. So I'm I'm dealing with parking lots, but I definitely know when I go into the city when you're on the street it, it's not so much of a I want to get as close as I can. It's just well, I'm looking around for parking and I and I found a found a spot. And you're you're looking and is, is there a fire hydrant? It 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 looks it looks okay. You you're trying to follow the rules uh, appropriately, but I I think I've definitely been in situations where and then you're not supposed to park in front of a hydrant. Okay, and then like the distance, <laughs> just sometimes figuring that out. Like, am I far enough away? I, well, I I don't know.
0: I think at San Diego it was. Don't don't even quote me on this. I I think it was something as silly as red, white, and blue. You can't park there.
1: What I did realize, I think when I went out to visit you in something that I hadn't seen as much in the Northeast, I think because of just the weather, is the curb being painted the color. And this yeah. is kind of what this guy in Detroit did, is painted the the ground and the curb. And when you're looking and seeing, oh, there's a very distinct color. And then I think I realized that they do it occasionally in the Northeast, but just with snow. I mean, in the wintertime, you can't even see the, the curb and it just being very faded. It doesn't give you that color, the immediate that's good to park or that is not good to park there.
0: So this pizza service now offers delivery only, right? This is <laughs> that's not, that's not the solution.
1: Well, people people are going back out. They they want to leave their house. They don't want to get delivered anymore. They they want to go this uh, what's this pizzeria Seco Seco's pizzeria.
0: Well, I'm not I'm not going to get upset over a. Uh local business being supported by local people. That's, that's great. That's what we need to be doing. It is a little silly though. I I, I do agree that if it's purely a labeling thing and obviously it's happened more than once, I mean, is this just a trap or are we trying to trap people? I mean, once you start fooling this Uh, many people, it seems, you know, maybe a little too predatory, you know? uh, And you you hear
1: about that and this is a way to, to get revenue, but, I could see from from his point of view of if you go to his restaurant, you have uh, a great pizza, you have a great meal, and then you go out to your car and you have a a $150 fine, it really puts a a damper on the whole day. and The pizza's got to be really, really good for when you get home, when you are recapping your day, for the first thing you you say to someone is, "Ah, man, I got a great slice of pizza today and not, yeah, I got dinged for a $150 ticket. Yeah, can
0: you believe that? Is it fair to say that all automobile, like, incidents or tickets or citations, they stick with you? These, these are memories you don't forget about. These are ones you constantly share immediately as soon as they happen with anybody near you. Is, is that unusual? Oh, <laughs> That's normal. That's normal, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know why it specifically is. But, yeah, I definitely got hit with, a, with a I think it was $100 in New York City because I, I definitely didn't park in front of the hydrant. I parked what I thought was far enough back where I was looking at it as a okay, if there was a fire here, they'd definitely be able to access the fire hydrant. No problem. My car is far enough away, but whatever the whether it's I, I don't know what it is, if it's twenty feet or fifteen feet, it was definitely within that and just well le- learn my lesson there. Don't don't park anywhere near a fire hydrant.
0: One one of the silliest tickets I ever got, this was I think this was the only ticket I ever got in San Diego. I was driving for Uber and Lyft at the time. And I was driving to the airport. So I've made this trip, as you can imagine, countless number of times. I've done this so many times. But there's this one direction, depending on which side of the city you're coming from, where there's a stoplight you come to. And (laughs) you can make a right on red on this light any time of the day, except for the hours of like 3 o'clock to 6 p.m. Like, that's it. And it even says that on the sign. When you've been driving and just doing this right on red all day and then suddenly that that clock hits where it's between those time zones, it's so frustrating. And I got pulled over one time. It must have been like 10 minutes past whatever the time slot was. And there was a cop Mm -hmm. down around the other side and just literally outside of his car waiting and just pointing at cars and telling them to pull over. He pulled over five cars in front of me. My passenger was so upset because I was the fifth car he had to write up. And we're just sitting there waiting for it. It, it was not a fun experience. And it, it obviously has stuck with me to the point of the details I can just remember right now. And and it, and it was just, it was a trap. It was. It clearly was, the guy was literally outside of his car around the corner, like 10 minutes after this time. And just pointing at people, pull over, pull over. Not even getting in the car, just walking up and writing you a citation. I, I think he'd already had it printed out. I think he saw all of us at the red light and was already ready for us.
1: The, uh, the last one I got was, uh, well, it's a year and a half ago now. The, the last the last winter, I was going to a, a Yale basketball game, and I wasn't even parking close. I had to go around, look for a spot, and it was a, it was a metered spot, no big deal. And so I, I grabbed some change out, and it's a college basketball game. So I know it's a two-hour game. I'm getting there like right beforehand. So it's like I at least need two hours, probably three will be fine. I start to put the quarters in. And I only have enough for, for an hour and a half. And then I notice it, it is one of the ones with a credit card, but since I've already put quarters in, I can't add money with the credit card.
0: You can only pay the max.
1: No, I couldn't know. There wasn't even a max. It was, since I had put quarters in, it wouldn't let me, like, you couldn't do a dual streams. If I had noticed ahead of time, I could have put just a credit card in and paid, you know, whatever the max was, whatever I needed. And so of course, Went to the game. Came out. I was uh, half an hour afterwards. Had a uh, had a ticket. And was realizing, it's it's way less on luck now because it, it, there's, it's so much digitalized. They they can just look right. Uh, I'm sure like on their handheld screen and see exactly where the meters have uh, ha- have gone off, and just go over a minute afterwards. You you could you could map it all out rather than you know old school like well you kind of got to go down and see all right, check every one. So yeah, you, you gotta you gotta be careful out
0: there. Yeah, they got me one time in downtown for jury duty. That was another silly one. They they have a lot for jury duty, which they told me after my first time going that they have like a discounted lot for longer hours. Because if you park on the street, your max you're getting is two hours. And yep. I'm at jury duty, so hey, hold you're on a second. be there all day. I, I know you guys are busy, but let me just go pay my parking. I'll be right back. Like that's not a that's not an option. Yeah. Uh, this this happened twice. Well, I went to jury duty twice, but the first time was the only time I drove. The second time, I just took an Uber because I didn't want to deal with any of this. So they told me there was a discounted lot that you, if you get there early enough, you can park there. But the second it fills up, you're you're kind of on your own. So I'm like, all right, that stinks. What what was even more unfortunate is that they kept me till past lunch, and I had to go repay my my uh my my meter. So I pay the meter, we get back from lunch, and they're like, All right, everyone's settled, we can all go home now. I'm like, oh man, really? Like <laughs> I, I just renewed it. Like, this is I literally someone's gonna luck out and get two extra hours of parking here because I just renewed this and I'm leaving immediately. Yeah, parking's not fun. I <laughs> I don't miss that part of the city, but I do miss being in an area where it just has constant Ubers and Lyfts at your convenience. That that's kind of how I'm overall the the parking situation there.
1: That does make it uh more convenient, especially when you look at well, how much is parking gonna cost, and how much is it gonna cost if I get a ticket of just let me just avoid having to deal with a car at all. So now you've heard Will and I or you know our our, uh, our parking stories. If you have a ridiculous parking story, definitely send it to us and uh, we can we could share it in in a future podcast.
0: Yeah, I guess you could share it to us on our Facebook page. Love column A, love column B. LCA, LCB uh, is the backslash on the Facebook uh, link there. As well as, Zach, are you still on Twitter? Are you still doing this? I am still chugging away on Twitter. And your Twitter is? WickedZman24. And I feel like I haven't thrown that out in a while. Uh, All right, let, let's just, how about we do some sports? Do you want to do some sports? I could, I could talk some sports. How about? How about some silly Olympic stuff? I I I found this. I knew those are supposed to be coming up, right? Well, I'm more fascinated with Metcalf who tries out for the Olympics and he he beat two Olympic runners. Like he beat two and he was not embarrassed or blown out by any means. Like he he's a legit guy. I know he's not gonna be able to qualify. It looks like he's not quite good enough for that. But everyone who's talking about this is, is acting like it was such a feat, like it was a disappointment. I I'm very impressed by this. Did you see the size of him next to any of these runners? he's just a beast he's so much bigger he's three of them put together the amount of strength alone like he's just bigger it's it's scaled so much up Uh, do you think more people should be trying out for the olympics I, i heard someone in kansas city may be competitive as well i don't know if he's shown as much interest in participating but I like this. I like this scale of being able to judge now other athletes based on this.
1: I thought it was cool. Uh, especially. I just, I just don't see, see the downside, even if he had qualified for the Olympics and his main job is football. So decides, you know, I don't quite have time for it. I can't focus on it. It's just still cool to just even be in the conversation. Of. Uh, from the things that I'm seeing, uh, he, he he didn't beat anybody. I, initially, I saw that he had tied for last in his heat, but it turned out he he took last. And like that's been the headline, and is not I, what I his think, time is so much. But you know, DK Metcalf finishes last in a hundred meter race is is the main headline I'm seeing.
0: Of of all the times though, I, I, I think he beat two people of anyone else. Oh, if you okay,
1: so, so there were two I people know. that
0: were sent there that were not football players that to my understanding, just run, and he beat them. They're Olympic runners. They're they're qualifying for the Olympics. Well, clearly, clearly not Olympic runners. All right, maybe not Olympic runners, but yeah. they were set in participation to try and get there. This was someone's best bet. Someone bet on them. They had to do something right to even get to where they're at. Well, and they're it,
1: still working at it. There's there's other events. They could have a, had a bad day. You, you, the 100-meter, there, there is not a lot of room for – Uh, for mistakes if you do not get out of the blocks well it's not like other races where you can do things to recover you're just you're just out of luck so they'll have other other chances he ran a 10.37 a 10.16 would have uh would have qualified him for the olympic trials in 2016 so the the numbers probably are uh, around there
0: so are you drafting him on your fantasy team and just bragging about his Olympic status?
1: Well, he didn't make it, so I think that would be silly. I think that he is still good at football, but I I like to have the crossover just as a – this guy is really – like, he's one of the fastest football players, and this is where it puts him as a, as a track athlete. And I, I don't think he got dusted. No, 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 not at all. You know, he He's he, he was towards the back, and he, especially at the beginning, started well. And like you said, the rest of these guys, this is what they do. This is their full-time job. He has a whole other full-time job and decided, I'm going to try this out in, in the offseason. Like, I think we should be pushing guys to have more fun to go out and try this, get out of their comfort zone, and less of, oh, he took last. He was terrible. Like We should all be getting out of our comfort uh, areas and trying something a little bit new. It's just amazing that he was even close to being competitive.
0: Well, I just heard the new Patriots quarterback is leaving us to anticipate a Olympic career. See what you've caused us?
1: What is the Olympic sport?
0: I don't know. What do you think he could actually do? I think he's only a football player. I don't think there's... Well, I hope so. That's all I need him to be. Well, you just encouraged all these guys to go out and do this without the idea of maybe one of them would be so good they wouldn't come back. Oh no! You're always gonna come. Have you seen what
1: a, what an Olympic athlete makes compared to what a football player makes?
0: It could be temporary. You're not in the
1: same tax bracket, believe me.
0: That's 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 not even fair. That's that's wrong. Anyways. I'm not
1: saying it's not fair. I'm just saying if you were going along, and like I said, if, if Metcalf had qualified, if he had won, and there's a conflict, he's showing up on Sundays, not on whatever day the olympics are i think they're <laughs> all the days like for 2 weeks do you think there's even going to be the olympics this year
0: i i have i have no idea i don't know i don't know there's <laughs> those are decisions i'm not prepared to make or even have really an opinion on i i it i just see it as a really complicated issue of of timing that is plausible but so plausible to go wrong I hope so. I hope so. I just, I, we feel a little bit like we're kind of getting through it right now. I don't know how the rest of the world feels. I'm sure some countries feel similar to us or if not even ahead of us. It's just, it involves everybody. And the best part about it is it involves anyone and everyone. And if, if it's not, if it's not going to be that fair for everyone, I don't know. I don't know if it's even right to have it, but I mean, would you have it, like, half halfway? Like, is that good enough? Is that what even do you allowed? mean by have it, well, what have if it we halfway? S- I'm just saying if we if there's some other countries that are unable to... I mean, I guess COVID it could still be... It's still out there. Like, it's not over. <laughs> I, I, I suppose we could advance the protocol of all of this, but, I mean, are we forcing everyone that's participating in this be, to get vaccinated? Like, is that a requirement? Are we wearing masks every other time when we're not participating in this are fans allowed are we reporters going to be allowed are we are we are we allowing international travel just in general because like is this is this is all fair game i'm ready for it i i just this seems like an event we need to have and we all want to have and if we're not ready to have it it could be a true disaster and we acknowledge that just there's a possibility of this not going well isn't that always like
1: a possibility with the olympics i think COVID definitely. It increases the the likelihood, but
0: bringing a bunch of countries together, I, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of issues here. There's just there's there's some decisions that are going to be tough to make. That you're going to have to draw a line somewhere between some sort of rules, because you're not going to be able to just say we're going to do this as normal. We're going to do this the same way we did it in the past, and that makes oh it's,
1: it's for, it for sure wouldn't be the same way they do it in the past. And I don't know what the protocols would be, but there would definitely I, I don't think they would say you have to get a vaccine. But I think they would definitely the same thing they're doing with all the other sports is there's some sort of you need to have a you know at least one negative test and you know athletes will have to get in way earlier than they have in the past. Uh, I'm sure that there'll be mask mandates as well.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff, and as you said, the Olympics is already a, a disastrous planning thing that somehow just it's it's a house of cards, right? <laughs> If you, i bet if you asked any country any host anyone else like that and there's a million things that go wrong and somehow we're just trying to hold everything up together and it it, it all just gets done somehow some way so hopefully they're able to pull it off but man it's it sounds it sounds it sounds like a job I don't want <laughs> i don't know about you it was jo- would you say it was a job you don't want i don't want that job you want to make those decisions you want to tell other countries what the rules are going to be
1: no, I'm not really into the Olympics that that much. I want to want want that job,
0: it is fun though.
1: I don't even know. I don't think there really even is like someone in like. There's not one person, isn't it the? I imagine it's got to be the Olympic committee because I, I think like you said, like it's, it's way too much
0: for just one person. That doesn't. I don't want to be on the committee either. I don't, I don't want no part of it. Just keep me out of it. Oh, Okay. I'll I'll nominate well, you though. No, you you can be our our Olympic nomination.
1: It's uh it's less than less than let's see may june july yeah it's uh less less than 3 months away if it's going to happen so that that seems kind of soon
0: Yep it's it's happening I it's happening to some degree we'll we'll see I'm a little concerned about what's happening in Jacksonville right now It it's we're going to have to talk about this if you told me on this podcast we were ever going to have to talk about this name again I probably would have told you it's for some sort of TV deal or book deal or or maybe, who knows, maybe it's some TMZ drama of some sort. I don't think I was ever going to talk about this guy actually playing football again. And I'm still not even sure if we're ever going to talk about him playing football again. Do you actually think this guy is going to be able to get on the field and do anything? And you want to say his name? I don't want to say his name. I'm sick of saying his name. What? What
1: do you mean you're sick of saying Tim Tebow's name? When was the last time you said it? Why do I need to know it? Four years ago when he started
0: playing baseball, it's not like we're talking about him every week. We've talked about this guy more than enough. This is the least successful professional athlete that has taken up more of all of our time than anyone else. He's a Heisman winner. How long ago was that? How many other Heisman winners get this opportunity? He won a playoff game. How many other guys are that bad at football that we talk about this much? No one. This guy's not good at football. This guy couldn't play quarterback, couldn't play receiver, couldn't make the roster, tried switching sports, was a broadcaster for years, and now is trying to play tight end for a professional football team, a team in which these rosters or drafts classes every year are so (laughs) advanced, and there's so many new players every year. This guy is better than all these other players? No way. That's crazy. This guy's not a good football player. This is... A terrible move for the franchise. There's no way this guy's worth having on the roster versus anyone else. It's just a distraction. How, how how can it not be worthwhile? What's the worst thing that happens? He's not good, and then they just you just get rid of him. The contracts aren't guaranteed in football. It does feel like they're planning on him being a key piece right now, and there's no way that's where, a good where idea. have you gotten that? Why are we talking about it at all? If he's not a key piece, then what's worth talking about? Is that some guy that wasn't good at football is now back in football playing a different position? He's a Heisman winner. When a Heisman winner does something, you have to to talk about it. Well, somebody who's bad at football is now going to be really bad at football again, and that's going to be hopefully the last time we ever talk about him. Have you seen
1: him play tight end? How do you know he's bad at tight end? You only know he's bad at quarterback.
0: I, this this isn't a thing. You can't just get better at – you can't just become a tight end 10 years after your career of not How playing tight know. end. And it's not 10 years. It's only been six. That's long. That's two football average careers. You don't even – most average football players don't even make it three years. That's six years.
1: There's, Does it change anything that he's joining up with the head coach that was his, was his head coach when he was at Florida?
0: No, this is the flawed flawed thing with this whole goddamn... When he won his Heisman Trophy. This is the flawed thing with the whole country. It doesn't matter if you're good at anything anymore. It just matters who you know. He knew the coach. That's the only reason he's there. There's someone else's job he has now taken. That's totally plausible. This guy hasn't played for six years. There's someone else that could be at this position, helping this team, growing this franchise. There's no way this guy's a cornerstone or a piece you're saying we're going to build around him for the next ten years. He's just a distraction. He'll sell tickets. Maybe you make money that way. But oh. the team is not getting better. Oh, you're better.
1: talking about making money. Isn't that the whole goal here? Making money. Tim T puts butts in seats.
0: He brings in the money. You know what? You know what else brings in the money? Winning. Maybe maybe try winning a game. You oh, brought in a- they're not winning this year.
1: <laughs> they had the worst record last year. That's how they got Trevor Lawrence. They're not going to turn it around. You need to you need a, like some gimmicks to get people to go watch games. Who who's watching Jaguar games? Who's been watching Jaguar games for years now? Then that is not you're telling po- me. You're telling me in August there's a, a, a smattering of preseason games that you aren't gravitated towards. One where uh, Trevor Lawrence might be throwing a pass to Tim Tebow.
0: Tim Tebow will not play one regular season game. He will either get hurt or cut before that game happens. Maybe a preseason, but he will not play a regular season game—not one. Oh no! Preseason. All right.
1: I, I, I was, I'm, I was feeling confident at preseason, but I'm not sure I'm ready to go, and that he's going to play in the regular season. It
0: makes no sense. I'm, I'm upset we're even Are talking you sure about that it.
1: This isn't just like a, uh, uh, you see it in other sports, maybe, maybe basketball. Of, uh, you get him in as a player, but really you're just using him as a, as a, as a coach, and you just kind of he's going to ease out and he's just like around the guys, but really is more of a coach than a player at tight end though. <laughs> this guy doesn't no matter whether it's tight end or whatever.
0: You need you need coaches at all the positions. Maybe I, I, he, he wasn't he could a, be a mentor for Trevor Lawrence. I just, this guy wasn't good at quarterback. What makes you think he's gonna be better at another position? His whole life was playing quarterback and he wasn't good at it. He wasn't worth being on an he, NFL roster for that. And now we're saying, put all that to the side. Maybe you could be a coach at another position. What a what a brilliant idea. I just say, why don't other people get these opportunities? It's ridiculous. Who do you want to have the opportunity? Anyone else. And someone who maybe is. We'll name them. There was just how many rounds of NFL drafted players? Not one of those uh, guys is better? Six. Not one of those guys? Not one of those guys is better at tight end than T-Bow. Not one of those
1: guys is going to get us to talk about the Jaguars.
0: And that's why the Jaguars will never be a good franchise. This is It's a bad move. It's going to blow up in their face so much because the pressure that's going to be on this, the interviews that are going to be happening, and Bill will handle all of it, but it's just going to be a distraction. We're going to be worried about how many drop passes this guy had in a preseason game. More than like, hey, do we need a better defense or remember when we had better receivers, maybe we should stop trading or cutting them. <laughs> like there's, this is going to overshadow too much. It's overshadowed this podcast way too much already.
1: I, I think that you're, you're, you're confusing what, what happened. He has a winning record as a quarterback. He has a positive touchdown to interception ratio and he beat the pittsburgh steelers in the playoffs i was there i saw it
0: i'm going to tell you the one rule we're both going to agree on and then you're going to take it all back and that is if the patriots cut you your career's pretty much over
1: i'm trying to think if there's been anybody
0: no if the no. patriots no, cut no, you
1: no, no 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 No, ocho Cinco. i'll
0: give i'll give you there one has to be somebody I'll give you Laguerra LeGlar- uh, Blunt, and we didn't cut him. He he left, and then came back, and that's the only guy I think we have truly let go that had success elsewhere. And so much to the point where we even brought him back. That's never happened.
1: Yeah, I'd have to have to look more to find out if. Uh... But we caught him as a quarterback. We didn't caught him as a tight end. But that just seems right up Belichick's alley. So I think this is more of a, an extension of the coach. You, you, you think bring he- him in. Worst case, you just get rid of him but it gets people talking about it gets buzz it's may and we're talking about football so they uh they, they win
0: thank god thank, thank god they won may good good for jacksonville way to win in may you know, you know how many championships that leads to you know how many games winner games are won right now they're all won in may <laughs> It's 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 a disaster
1: when did brady sign with tampa bay
0: I I kind of blacked out for all that. I don't. I, he's not a patriot. Are you telling me that's that, this must be some false reality?
1: Because he might have signed signed in in May. <laughs> no, uh, no, he signed in March. Hey,
0: you want to talk about my next favorite player, who who just set a record that is now going to be set in oh, stone this is my, for the NBA? This is my favorite. This, this is, is my absolute this, favorite. This is great. Russell Westbrook now has the record for the most triple-doubles in NBA history. No one else has more games with triple-doubles than Russell Westbrook. And I believe he broke the Wizards franchise record like way long ago earlier in the season. Like just already has more than I think any other Wizard career total. This is a franchise I, record. I saw
1: a, a stat earlier where they combined a bunch of teams together, even the the Spurs who have been around Forever and have had success. You have had good players and had more triple doubles than all of these franchises combined in their entire history.
0: Now I have a very explicit opinion of 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 Russell, but I'm now gonna just say this is like the nicest thing I could possibly say is that he is appropriately rated. I, I think everyone wants to underrate and overrate him, but I think the zero championships, the limited playoff experience. With all of the regular season stats, just say he's. That's exactly where he's ranked. He's right there in the between. He he's not overrated. He's not underrated. He's clearly talented. There's amount of the amount of excuses you could put on on him just don't really exist. If you ask me, he's played with great players, like multiple great players, and he's ran into some really great teams. I I think that's the unfortunate part about it, but. Every generation has a player like this where they don't win championships and they have a bunch of regular season success. He He's that guy and maybe the best of those guys. But he's not anything more than that guy. Is is that fair? Is that making so any you're sense? Saying
1: you, you're saying you don't think that the Wizards are going to win a championship out of the playing game?
0: No, but I do think they will play a playoff series this year. Okay. Even with Beale being hurt,
1: or are you thinking he's gonna? He's he's just a little banged up, and he'll be fine.
0: They will not win a game in that series, but I think they will make. They will win the playing games. They will win whatever playing tournament uh, to get to the eight seed. I think they will be the eight seed. It with or without okay. Beal. I think with Westbrook. I just for whatever reason, everyone on that <laughs> his teammates love him. I don't. <laughs> I know we all try to say like he plays like a terrible player because he really does. He's he just he's. He's a tornado out there. It's a Tasmanian devil. Just balls to the wall, 110%, doesn't really pay attention to a whole lot of things. It's straight line running, really fast decision-making that is awesome when it works and just mind-numbingly painful when it doesn't, it, it, especially at the end of the game. Some of these late, late turnovers and questionable decision-making, the flaws are unbelievable when you see them He's like got that.
1: The, the best uh, clutch
0: stats at the end of games this year. Have you watched him, though? Have you, you're, your heart- a, I'm just saying, I'm just saying what the stats say. All right. You want, you want some other stats here? Are the Celtics good right now? No, All right, no, well, they're not. Kemba is like the fifth leading scorer in the last five games. Are we even good in those last five games? No. All right. Stats don't matter. That's what Westbrook is. Is well, He's a big the, stat.
1: You're saying like top five in the last 10 games. Like that's oddly specific compared to for the entire year. That's a much larger sample size. He's had the best clutch stats down the, down the line. Then why don't they win games? They've <laughs> like, been, uh,
0: like if he's been that, pretty if, good lately. If he's that clutch, why don't they win games? If why are they battling to be the ten seed right now? If they're so clutch, he's so clutch in the East. Oh, because they had a terrible, they had a
1: terrible start to the to the year, and and he was hurt for a bit in the middle. But they won. What did they win? Like ten games in a row? Maybe it wasn't quite ten games. They like I think they had like an at least a eight game win streak. They've been. They've been hot lately. That's why everyone's uh, saying like they're they're the team that's going to come out of the the playing games.
0: They 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 are. I I think they will. But that is much more on the I don't know the sinking ship of Indiana. That I I think they could totally put it together and beat Washington. But the way they have struggled and just I, there's some coaching issues. It looks like now the the players don't seem to be sinking well. They just seem missing in, Turner. That's that's a thing. I, the one thing I, I think uh I, I think the, we can the, you relate got the to them. Whole,
1: You got the whole Westbrook experience when he got the the final rebound to complete the triple double. He got the defensive rebound, came up, immediately took uh a uh, a deep contested three. The team the Wizards got the rebound, got it back to him. He uh he, he dribbled in got the double team, pass it off for an assist. Like that's the whole, that's the whole package right there. Uh I think it was uh, uh Kurt Goldsberry. I think I said to you and it had Russell Westbrook um uh, assists and rebounds compared to everybody else. And it, I don't even sure if that was this year or just historically. And it's just, he's up there basically all, all by himself. And then next to it, has his shooting numbers, free throws, three pointers, mid, just anything. And where the other chart was all red for good, this was all blue for bad. And I think it's just unusual that we have a guy like this that's just can put up these stats, but it's just not most nights very efficient.
0: Well, he averages 4.9 turnovers a game, career. For his career at least for How this, many this year. year at least for this year probably for the career for sure for this year i don't know about the career i'm just rounding up
1: okay for
0: this year that's fine so I mean, if you're averaging averaging 11 assists five of those <laughs> to get 11 assists five of them had to be turnovers so that's still Pretty good. I think most teams would know, still settle three, for that. Th-
1: three to one, one ratio is that that's still pretty
0: good. Especially when you factor in the usage and if we're being honest, his his roster help is limited between injuries and young people and just kind of some strange lineups as well. I, I I watched a little bit of them actually last night. Uh but you know what, all this talk about both these guys being awesome, how come they're only a 10 seed? Like that's I, I hate to highlight more of these other teams but I look at New York and I look at Atlanta and they have all the excuses in the world as well. I mean Atlanta has played more different starting lineups than I think any other team in the league this year and they just somehow put it together and are doing it. The Knicks have a young roster and a new coach and are just the Knicks. Do you know do you know
1: why the Knicks are doing so well? A lot of people aren't talking about it, but it's because uh, in the past month, R.J. Barrett has the best three-point percentage in in the league, the entire
0: league. And it has nothing better to do. Better than Steph
1: Curry. Better, better than uh, any of the other guys you can think of.
0: Well, he needs to shoot more then.
1: Well, you know, you got Julius Randle there. You know those Kentucky guys. You know, he's very selfish with the ball <laughs> and won't won't give it to R.J. Won't share it. Uh, you're you're you know, Kentucky shaming him? He'll figure him? It out. He'll, he'll figure out who's the alpha in there. Who is a... Uh, Who's the, who's the top
0: i i think you're dismissing new york actually plays defense unlike almost every other team in the league
1: well you got Tibbs, man <laughs>
0: there, there's no other option yeah that's true if you want to get in that game you've got to play defense but you know I, i'm just saying those are two teams that could easily have just as many excuses as the Pacers, the celtics the wizards and they're they are making it work so what's what what's the deal like we're well, they
1: started off so terribly and they easily could have just shut it down. And I think if you look just at the the post all-star numbers, it's just, you say like, oh, why aren't they better? It's like, well, they, they struggled at the beginning of the year and I, they're, they're, they, they got really hit by COVID hard. I think they were, they didn't play for like two weeks or something.
0: Their, their record, I remember looking at it like a month into the season and they were like 10 games short of any other record like if yeah. you were just
1: <laughs> so i mean that just that just can't help and this is just a goofy year and i don't know why i'm defending the the wizard so hard i did look up the uh the stats and westbrook had the the most turnovers per game but the next ones after him are luca trey young james harden lebron kevin durant so some of some of the turnovers is just the the amount of time you played those are all all-stars all those guys so would it be better if he had less of them share but I don't think that should be necessarily a, a focus if you have a three to one turnover ratio
0: I mean telling Westbrook to not turn over the ball is like saying we're not gonna it's like turning a faucet we could either do a full blast or not like it's it's one or the other there's no tuning this halfway otherwise it would have been yeah. corrected by now it's full blast Or no water. All right. That's, 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 I'm looking at
1: it and Chris Paul has like close to a a four to one assist to turnover ratio. But for for that volume, it's still, it's still impressive.
0: Yeah. Well, the reason we're talking about it, and I think the reason you're defending the Wizards this much is because it's relevant this year because there's a playing game, a a game that somehow all these, everyone seems to be partnering up with the players saying that. like these are bad. This is unfair. This is all no. This is great. You know how entertaining this is going to be. The, the matchups potential of all this, and I know the history of the the league says you know seven and eight you should be protected. But guess what? It's not anymore. You knew that going in, and now as a fan, we're being rewarded of games mattering later in the season. Half of these games right now wouldn't matter at all, and now they do matter for the seating alone, and and a lot of these teams have fallen to the playing game and feel unfairly like consequence like that like something went wrong yeah you know what went wrong you didn't win enough games that's (laughs) that's what went wrong you had a chance you could be within the six some of these teams still have a chance to get to six and they're still complaining i i'm excited for it because it feels like this is finally a rule that i may not make all the players happy but it may make us happy and i know it sounds terrible to Celtics fan because we're probably gonna lose in a playing game but I'm excited for playoff basketball. I'm excited for something new, some some teams that are t- I think we can uh, uh, have just agreed on that have good players, players that are worth talking about on the podcast, are now going to have a chance to get into the playoffs and do who knows what. I'm, I'm not upset about this. I'm, I'm itching to be ready to go. I'm kind of excited for it. It looks like we're going to get Golden State LA. Is there another matchup you're excited for, or, or is that really the big reward of the playing game?
1: Uh, that's far and away the, the, the biggest star power. LeBron was close to playing today, was uh, was the rumor, but he, he, he will not. He's going to now target tomorrow. And part of that might be they play the Knicks tonight and they play the Rockets tomorrow. And the Rockets are uh, basically a fancy G League team at this point. So <laughs> it might just be a, let's just kind of ease him on in here, not have to deal with, uh, you know, Julius Randle and the rest of the Knicks going at him uh, a a little harder. He can ease on into it. But I think that is the, that's, that's the, that's the main one. I think that's been a little bright spot is since LeBron and AD got hurt. Uh, Actually, it's really been more since AD has come back. The Lakers have just continued to uh, spiral downward and now they have to play in a, uh, in a play-in game. I have,
0: I have no doubt the Lakers will win the play-in game. No doubt. Against the Warriors
1: or that they won't lose
0: twice they won't lose twice it doesn't matter who they play they could play the warriors five times I don't think it'll matter if Anthony Davis is healthy or or if LeBron is healthy they only need one of them I don't think you're you're really gonna pick Golden State if they like Golden State's healthy let's say they're healthy as well and you can only have one LeBron or, or one AD you can only have one of those guys on the on a healthy Laker team I still think only one of those guys is good enough to beat this Golden State team I think it'll be close and I think Curry is certainly threatening of pushing them to the limit, but at the end of the day, I don't think you would pick Curry over either of those guys, would you? At least in a, in, a, uh, in a playoff series. A uh, I'd pick I'd pick Curry
1: over over Anthony Davis, not over LeBron.
0: Yeah, I just
1: uh, I think it's a- also, Anthony Davis look, is still he's he's coming off an injury. It still doesn't seem like he's all there. He won the championship for sure last year, but before that, he has definitely had his his struggles and. Uh, I mean, Curry really hasn't had to do it on his own Uh, just so much. But it seems uh, he's just – he's scoring over – I think he scored over 30 points in, like, the last – in 20 of the last 22 games.
0: I know. I heard Bill Simmons is excited for this – the scoring leader for the year right now. Uh, Beal has a game, and then Curry has a game later that night, and he'll know – kind of how many points he needs to pass Beal for the leader of the year in points per game. Are we
1: going to know? Because yesterday it came out that, well, it it was known all the teams play on Sunday. And then it came out yesterday, Sham said, all of the games are going to start between, like are going to be between noon and three. But then today it came out and said something like, uh, we talked to the health and safety person and they said that that's no longer going to be the case. I was thinking it is going to be wild if there are 15 NBA games going on all at the same time
0: at the quad box back, man. Just, uh, I'm pretty
1: sure, I'm pretty sure Curry's got it like locked up, right?
0: I think so. Assuming with Beals injury here, but I, I guess, especially with him not playing.
1: Yeah. But does that make,
0: it's not like he gets zeros. Does he? No, because it, it's it, that's what I'm saying. Like if Curry doesn't have, which he will have, normal games because they need these games. They're still fighting for position as well. So I, I just I think even an unhealthy Anthony Davis in the long run here will beat Curry. Though I, I don't. I think it's a bad matchup. I don't see the right capable of slowing down anyone on the caliber of Anthony Davis or LeBron. And
1: I know I, you I gonna... think some of it is uh, that we're we're not dealing with a with a full arena. It's still uh quarter I think at most so you're you're not going into a packed Staples Center you're going into like the bubble like the bubble version where yep there are some fans but it's it's not going to be rocking
0: I I would be shocked if Golden State won a playing game I, I I think LA does it in one
1: wait you think that they would lose to the Lakers and then lose to Memphis or the Spurs
0: no, no, no I, the the Lakers. I'm I specifically talking about the Lakers. Oh, okay. Well, the well, the Lakers only have to win one game against them because they will, if they're the seven seed and Golden State is the eight, I believe they only have to win the one game, right?
1: Whoever, if you if you win that game, you're the seventh seed. If you lose that game, you have to play the winner of the nine and the ten seed.
0: I think they will win yeah. that game and be the seventh seed.
1: The eighth but, seed. Are you? You think the Lakers will win? They'll be the seventh seed, and then the the Warriors will play either the Spurs or the Grizzlies, and they will win and be the eighth seed.
0: Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I think think that's more than likely the outcome, but this whole, what if Golden State takes on the Lakers and the Lakers don't get in? It's like, oh, that's not going to happen. Now, the first-round matchups that they're going to end up with, that's very interesting as well, where... It kind of feels like this L.A. versus L.A. thing seems like it should be like a conference finals matchup. And we may just start off with that right off the get go here.
1: No, that that won't happen. Well, I, I guess it still could happen, but uh, the Suns are three games up on the Clippers. And so the Clippers are the three seeds. So they're going to play six, which is Portland right now. So they're a game and ahead, a game and a half ahead of the Lakers. So the Lakers still could catch Portland, but... If it ended right now, it'd be uh, Clippers-Blazers.
0: Well, then even worse, it feels like a year where we're not going to see the L.A.-L.A. matchup. I don't know. And it doesn't really matter to me. There's a lot of good teams out there. I I feel a little – I feel like Portland really put their – they really got their shit together, and they're not getting rewarded for it at all. Walking into that sixth seed right now, it, it just it seems like I'd rather be seven personally
1: you'd rather play the Suns than play the jazz
0: uh is the clippers at 3 yeah. right yeah oh so oh so you're saying i don't want to play the clippers i'd i'd probably rather oh, play the oh, other you are
1: talking about moving move, moving 6 and 7 the yeah. only thing is is that the <laughs> if you're at 7 you got to uh, do the do the play in the game. So game 6 is really the you you, you want to be at 6 to just avoid any more games
0: so what i'm saying is the lakers are going to be happy to be in a play game <laughs> this is my new take this is exactly where they should be
1: interesting it's gonna I this this playing game is a week away it's awesome now that there's talk LeBron and it seems like it's gonna happen but we're not sure is it supposed to play tomorrow so that means he's gonna have less than a week to be playoff zero dark 30 LeBron and that just seems like a fast turnaround
0: oh yeah but it's it's LeBron James like why are, that always should count for something he, uh, that's, I, I don't want to count him out at all, but you know,
1: he's, he's getting older and just, for any player, just a week, I, I'm thinking the same thing with Harden. I mean, maybe they're doing stuff in the background and they're really just easing on in, but I just know I've seen in the past when a guy comes back, it, it, it takes a little while just to get back into the flow and
0: just doing your thing. I agree the workload of LeBron is a hell of a lot heavier than anything James Harden is going to see coming back. Like Hard is going to come back. There's going to be a lot of guys around him that can carry the load a little bit more. Specifically, two of them that are really good, and the rest of the roster can also shoot threes with him. He could also just run
1: your point other guard. favorite player, Jeff Green.
0: Don't don't distract me with them. He, <laughs> you, we've wasted this. We've, we've wasted this podcast enough with players that don't matter, like Tebow and <laughs> Westbrook. This has been a disaster of a podcast for me to get me to talk about the Lakers, a, a, a football player that hasn't played for six years, and a basketball player who just broke the record for triple doubles and is barely fighting to be a 10 seed.
1: Like, this is... All of Will's favorite people. This is this is, this is fun. There's
0: only there's only one thing scarier than all of it, and that's the, the zombie bugs. Have you heard of the zombie bugs?
1: So you called them the zombie bugs, and I have not heard the cicadas referred to as the zombie How bugs. How are they
0: not zombie bugs? Anything that doesn't appear for 17 years and then is just super loud for three weeks and then goes away for another 17 years... The the zombies,
1: like that's totally different. Zombies are undead. This is not undead. Curse. It seems more like a curse. It's like a plague.
0: Well, they're not like Nazi Nazi zombies. They're just they're dead and then they're alive. They they rebirth like all this whole cycle in three weeks. It takes seventeen years. Like imagine our life cycle like this. We're we're just like in the womb for seventeen years.
1: It is
0: uh it, it it's very it's very odd. The uh, the interesting part is they they are they are some intimidating looking creatures. They're not your it I, to my understanding they're just annoyingly loud and not very harmful. I don't think they attack. I don't think they bite. And I don't think there's any true reason to be fearful of them uh, other than their possibility of multiplying.
1: <laughs> I, well, I got some good news for you. I, uh, I did some research and we'll might get some up here in the Northeast, but it's majority in the uh, the mid Atlantic. So, down DC, Virginia area, where we're really not going to see it.
0: That's exciting. Well, you know why we're not going to see it? Because it has to be above 64 degrees for, for it to even be a possibility.
1: That seems like a very scientifically specific number I didn't know you did such a such a good job of researching this beforehand.
0: I know that number is accurate the soil has to be a certain temperature for them to come out and they' they live in tree trunks like in the roots and all that
1: Okay well good thing that it's a little chillier to, to prevent these uh, bugs from buzzing and bothering you well, or attacking you we're not sure
0: they're they're just delayed. That they'll still come for the same amount of time it's just it that three weeks doesn't start that that 17 years until it's a certain temperature so now that it's getting warmer in spring that's why you're seeing more stories on it is that it's finally getting warm enough like I think everyone knew these this was happening this is the year now my my question is <laughs> what what if they just don't come like <laughs> what if we're completely off about this this time science here is I mean I don't know how much we prepare for anything this I'm not preparing for it but 17 years. Oh, just I'm seems, not. I'm
1: not preparing for it at all. 17 years. I haven't years really just seen that like, many headlines on it.
0: 17 years just seems like such a weird, specific number. Like that seems so irrelevant in every other part of our lives. And 17 years is the measurement of this life cycle. Do you remember them the last time they came? I think I remember a baseball game being affected by it. Like a. Yeah, I think so. I want to say it was like a Washington game, but. I, I don't really remember. I, I don't have any conscious remem- memory of this, so maybe it's not a big thing in this area. It was just more of, with all the stuff we've been through over the past year, it's, everything sounds super intimidating and scary. Like, what do you mean? These things just are dead for 17 years and they crawl out of the the ground and cause havoc for like three weeks and then go away for 17 more years?
1: Yeah, I don't think on the list of things to be concerned about, this has got to be high on your list. I think you could uh, you could find some other things to 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 be concerned about.
0: Yeah, I'd be more concerned about uh, the substances that you feed your horse. Let's uh, you know maybe double check that a couple times. There's there's some there's some items you're not supposed to feed them. I guess some some sort of nutrients that is illegal, and it may help you win a derby race here. Could help you win, but
1: then you could be in uh you could be in some trouble the uh the the winner of the Kentucky Derby from a couple weeks ago, Medina Spirit failed a drug test after the race. Now when I saw that, I saw, oh well, he's been disqualified Does, like you can't go back and fix everybody's bets right because it it's it's been too long. like people have spent that money that that's long gone so I could see some people being pretty upset that hey, I had the second place horse that was all free and clear. But I found out there is a second sample that has to be tested. Uh, the owner, Mr. Baffert, he will have an opportunity opportunity to appeal. So I'm thinking this is going to drag out for a little while longer. He is going to race at the Preakness this weekend. So he'll be there uh, front and center. I think the, the the real kind of beacon that, hey, something's not quite right is – I don't know if you saw the interviews with uh with the owner, Mr. Baffert, where he blamed it on a groom that had had cough medicine and had peed in the stable. Uh, and then the horse ate some of the hay and that's how it happened. Then he said later on that it was mostly to do with cancel culture and I believe today there and just really just kind of going through the list of when you get caught doing something and, seems like he's just trying to line up like this is so weird that all my horses keep having this uh, <laughs> uh i don't think it's quite a steroid i don't know if it's a steroid or it's just a, just this banned substance this is this is weird
0: i just wondered is this even a story if he doesn't win like do we care if no. third place does this no we don't right no this is only a, a, a story. Well, especially
1: when it's found out
0: days later it is a bummer though Th- like this this really feels like something they should have been able to figure out before the race. But, I, I mean, I don't know how you do it. Because you do it, I assume you do it that day, and then the race happens, and then that, that that's it, right? Like, I, I got to
1: imagine there's some sort of normal thing of... you—you you, the, the, the same way you test human athletes of... You, you, you test the urine, and it's not instant. It's got to go to a lab, and so you just... You, and you, you want to test the day of because if you test a few days before it's like this this might not impact the 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 race so at the the last possible moment
0: yeah I'm not I'm not in I'm not into it it's the horse racing it's a group thing if you're not watching with a group I I I, I can't get into it I I think it would be really fun to go if I ever had a chance to go. I, I would want to go, like, one time. Like, just, just to do it. As horse racing is fun. I've been to Saratoga. The, the, the betting is... Eh, I'm, it's, uh, it's a, I'm not
1: always... Uh, I'm, like, I'm not, like, the, the biggest animal person, but for me, this just points out... If, if you're a, a human and you're competing... You're, you know, you're a baseball player. That seems where it comes up the most. And you take a performance-enhancing drug, you take steroids, you take HDH it's okay. You've made a conscious decision that you think you need this to be able to make money. And you know, you're, you, you know, you're cheating. You're just trying to you're trying to skirt the rules. There's a lot of money involved. I I could see how it would be, be appealing or, you know, it can help you recover from an injury faster. So you can get back out on the field, however you want to justify it. But with this, this means a human is giving a horse, <laughs> these drugs. And so, the The horse can't say, "Hey, I don't think I really want to do this." It's just done to them. So I really think that the the rules in place should be a little stricter, or the oversight be better to make sure that y- you're not hurting these uh the,
0: these animals. I mean, do you really think this is why the horse won? Though, I mean, I guess you'll never know. I just I wouldn't bet on it being that. This is like I mean,
1: it's like that, the same review. argument you can make with uh with, with Barry Bonds of well, if he didn't take steroids, would he have hit all those home runs? Like that's not like it wasn't just the steroids that helped him do it. You know, you can give uh you you Will, you could take steroids, but you wouldn't hit any home runs. It's like, well, it's it's a collection of things, and if it gives you an unfair advantage.
0: I guess with Barry Bonds, I've always just accepted that there was a literal physical difference. An appearance in Like, they, it just... This was not the same... You could see the enhancements. I don't know if I could see the enhancements on the horse, and that, for me, makes me care a little less. Like, I could see the enhancements of some of these what other... What it,
1: um... What what if the the drug wasn't to necessarily make the horse bigger, but like made the horse more focused or more responsive to the jockey? So it's not a it's not a visual thing. I I, I don't know I don't know what the I'm, I'm looking through the article right now to see if I can find what the drug was or what it does, but I, I haven't found it.
0: Well, the worst thing about it would be if it effect, if it just negatively affects the health of the horse in any way. That that's the real issue here. If it whether it makes it faster or not, if there's a long term risk of the the health of it, I think that's what's that shouldn't be allowed or it's not like you said, this isn't a human deciding it's its faith here. It's it's a horse that's putting faith in being taken care of properly to be a, a peak specimen to compete in these athletic events. Like that's, that's, that's kind of the difference here.
1: I think the, the, the bigger issue is if Medina spirit is disqualified, this will be the second Kentucky Derby in a row that the winner was uh, was disqualified and has only happened three times in the entire history. And now it's back to back. That's not great. Cause now when I watch it in the future, I'm just thinking, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well he won for, for now, for now. <laughs> like, yeah, don't, don't, don't be cashing out those bets yet. Hold on. I got the second, I got the second place horse. Let's, let's just hold on. Let's let's see what happens in a week when the, the drug tests come back.
0: Is this the new strategy? Are we betting on like two three horses every week now?
1: I don't wanna get into horse biting.
0: Well, I mean we know one might get disqualified. Maybe you hit big on the second one.
1: Well, I guess maybe you were supposed to hit big on the first one. I don't have a I don't have a system here. This this seems real risky. I'm in the boat with you of you go to Saratoga once in a while, it's fun for, for a day of something different, but no, this is not this is not a sustainable model.
0: Alright, well I just started playing the outro music, got about a minute and a half here. <coughs> Speaking of not sustainable, we will have our grieving 30 seconds of Celtics talk right now. Jalen Brown is going to be out for the year, the rest of the year, with a torn uh, ligament in his wrist. It's, It's officially over. There's really no upside to this season. I just want it to end. If there was any way we could just tank out of it and be the 11 seed and just pack our bags and go home, I would take that option. Are you more optimistic than that? You have to be. Well, yeah, because it's mathematically
1: impossible for us to fall to the 11th seed. So just not even optimism, just math. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty disappointing on Sunday when I made specific plans to watch the game. And in another must win game, they went down by 20 plus points at the half.
0: At half, it's like 78, 55 or something like that. yeah, and so it's just real easy.
1: Just well, if if you guys don't care, why do I care? And just yeah, it was just rough. So I'll 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 watch tonight and I'll see what happens. I agree with you. The Jalen Brown injury seems like a real easy out of ah well Jalen's hurt. So what were we supposed to do? But we've been banged up all year. We had far and away the most uh, absences because of COVID. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be the same team next year. So, I don't know, just having another year of experience help this, I, I, I don't know. But the attendance is going to double tonight at the at the Garden. Massachusetts has gone from 12% to 25% capacity. So, we'll, we'll see if, what, what that does.
0: The only good news is this seems like an injury he will come back from 100%
1: oh no that's not the case no this is the same injury that romeo langford had so this isn't a you know what we're not gonna be good this year let's just shut him down he can do extra rehab i don't think he starts the season i think this
0: is more of a maybe by christmas The season might not even start till christmas again anyways we'll, we'll see how that yeah. goes well that's yeah. our celtics minute i apologize to all the celtics fans out there because it's gonna be a rough one and if that's not going to alter our moods, I don't know what will. There, there's something else I need to get excited about. I'm going to be sick of rooting for Westbrook and LeBron having successful playoff runs while we just do our best to – I don't know. What do we What do we even want? What, what is this team good for? Maybe Tatum gets better. I don't know. I think well, that's the
1: biggest problem is Tatum and Brown were all-stars this year. Uh, time Lord was better. We traded away Tice to give him more time. Uh – and so it's like you name every all the individual things off and it's like seems like this team should be like much better than it was but like i said there's been a handful of must win games to really help us and looking at it and then it's not even like ah we lost a close one it, you know that happens it's no we're down by 20 points at the half i think we're, we're we've been down we've for sure been down by 20 points more times this year than all of last year. But I think it might be like something like 13 games this year versus four games last year. I don't know. it's something close to that, which is like, you're just clearly not good. If if you're going down by that many points,
0: that's, you can't say it any better than that. We're just, we're not a good team. Yeah. We're fighting to be a seven seed right now. That's that's, that's where we're at. We will be back next week. Music's already played off. That's a way longer Celtic segment than I wanted to talk about. But we will be back next week. Thank you, as always, for listening. Make sure you follow Zach at his Twitter, which is... WickedZman24. Yeah, let's hear those parking stories. We're, where will we be ready from next week? Well, little column A, little column B.